Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cocktails and Capital, episode 37. Super exciting. Um, Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We've restructured a little bit. So we're doing like your regularly scheduled accounting content. Um, We're doing some more personal episodes of me just talking about business um, and what I do. And we're going to do some guest interviews in the future, which I'm super excited about. And we've got one other really exciting type of um, new episode coming uh, that I will keep under wraps. But yeah, uh, it's a, it's an exciting time here. So today, if you don't already know, um, we're talking about capsule offices. And if you aren't aware of the big trend going around right now, it's all about capsule wardrobes, capsule kitchens. Like it's the bare minimum that you need in order to make really good, um, like combinations of outfits or to make really good recipes. Um, instead of like going through this rabbit hole of consumerism, which is pretty much, you know, where we are as a society right now, it's a big battle to fight consumerism, fight capitalism, all that good stuff. I won't say fight capitalism because, (laughs) um, you know, business, running a business is fundamentally a a capitalist, um, uh, concept. So all the business owners out there keep doing what you're doing, me included. But anyway, it's total tangent. So capsules are like in a wardrobe, it's like a 12 piece, um, of basics and you can combine all those basics to make a million different outfits. Um, like any combination of the, the basics that you have. So, um, I think it's a really good concept that can be applied to your small business, especially when you're getting started and you're like researching all of these things that, you know, the internet tells you that you need in order to run a business. Um, and it's very overwhelming. So we're going to kind of fight that overwhelm today, combat some consumerism, um, and hopefully help you a save money and B be less overwhelmed. It's when you start adding a million, um, texts, tech apps into your tech stack. It's just like, where is all of my stuff? You know, (laughs) you add all these things in order to try to be more efficient and then you end up causing yourself more stress because you don't know where anything is. Um, and like I said, this one is a little bit more personal of an episode because I would like to go through the mistakes that I made as far as tech stack goes with you guys. Um, because we've been around for almost four years, right? And we have, I have some serious shiny object syndrome. Like 
I find a new app and I am on board. I'm also a big adopter of tech. Um, I love what technology can do. I think it's super awesome how much easier our lives can be by using technology in the proper way. Um, and I think it's a really useful tool, but again, like I said, it can get overwhelming. And when I started bringing on, um, team members and staff, um, it was no longer just me having to find all of these things that I needed, you know? And so then you have to think about, well, is my staff okay with where things are? Are they feeling the inefficiencies? Are they feeling overwhelmed? Um, because I don't want my staff to be overwhelmed, right? I want my, my team to, to be able to work efficiently and proactively, productively and make our clients happy and make themselves happy because no one wants to be stressed out at work. Uh, that's just not a fun work environment and no one deserves to feel stressed because their boss is a, um, a tech hoarder. Okay. So that's my kind of my lesson for you today. So we're going to go bare minimum capsule office, what I think you need in order to save yourself time, manage your business effectively and be the most cost effective. Okay. So we're going to go straight into probably what people think is a no brainer, but it kind of is, especially depending on what type of business that you're running. But the first thing that we need is a email management and communication system. Okay. I went with Google, I went with Gmail, Google workspace, whatever. Um, I love my Google workspace. I can chat, I can meet, I can manage my calendar. Um, I can store documents. I can do literally anything that I need to do, um, and manage our Google business profile. All of those things, the whole Google workspace is just so like robust. Okay. A lot of people also use Microsoft Office, Outlook, and everything like that. Um, I grew up in Google. I've been a Gmail girl for 20 years. Uh, so I am... Uh, something in my brain is opposed to using Microsoft Outlook. I've tried, and it's I can't get it to be organized the way that I want. Um, we all know the search feature is, uh, horrendous. So <laughs> I just went with Gmail and I'm, I've stuck with it and I'm happy that we did. So you need to decide between who's going to host your emails. Um, where are you going to find all of your communication with your clients, with your contacts, your business supplier, etc. Um, where are you going to essentially store, uh, the lifeblood of your business communication? Okay. Second thing we've got is my personal favorite, of course, your accounting software. Okay. Um, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It is important from the get go that you have some sort of receipt management and categorization tool. So that way you can know where your numbers are going. And I'm not going to make this a big thing on this episode because we've done this. Like I said before, there's whole episodes on my favorite quick, uh, accounting apps, whatever. There are options that range from free like wave to options that range, um, to be a little bit more pricey, but have a lot more features like QuickBooks, um, zero fresh books, et cetera. There's a ton of options out there. Demo some, talk to an accountant, talk to another business owner who actually does their bookkeeping and find one that will work for you. But at the bare minimum, get on something that is free like wave 
and track your expenses and your income. Okay. Another thing, especially for my product-based businesses is your point of sale system. How are you going to sell products? Um, for my service-based businesses, how are you going to invoice people? So there's multiple different avenues we can go here, but you have to pick one. So we have Square, we have Stripe, we have, um, you can invoice directly out of QuickBooks. You can take um, card payments directly out of QuickBooks online. Um, you can use PayPal. You can use a million different things, but the more avenues for money that you take, the harder it is to track where your revenue is. What revenue have you not cashed out yet? Um, you know, you can set up Square to automatically deposit every single day, or you can tell it to manually do so. But if Square is like 15% of your overall money producer and Stripe is your big one, you might not remember to go into Square all the time and manually move that money into your bank account. And then you're missing out on income, right? We don't want to do that. So we need to pick where we're hosting our inventory and where we're hosting our revenue. So Square, Stripe, Shopify, um, all of these different options. We're picking one of them, okay? <laughs> we're picking one of them. Um, if you're using something like Etsy, it is an all-in-one, one-stop shop, truly and honestly. Um, Etsy is, we all know, a little bit more expensive um, on the fee side of things, but they do host your finances, they host your inventory, they host your payouts, all that great stuff. Another app that you might want to consider is a customer relationship manager or a CRM. And this is going to be especially important for service-based businesses because you need to stay in contact with people who are in your pipeline, right? Like we have a lot of connection points with people day to day. And the, the what they're saying now, marketers, is you need between 15 and 20 connection points with someone before they actually connect with you to book a service or to even talk about the services that you're booking. So with product-based businesses, your CRM is a little bit more integrated into your uh, product store, your square. You can have your list of customers in there um, and send newsletters based on that list of customers. When you're a service-based business, it's a little bit more difficult. And it's difficult, again, because of the many touch points that you need to have. So we're trying to get people to subscribe to our newsletter. We're trying to get people to click on our Instagram reels. We're trying to get people to download eBooks and guidebooks and um, read our blogs and whatnot, you know? And so to have a customer relationship manager is very, very important. So you can see who has connected with you and, and reach out and make a connection with them. So what we've done is I have had many uh, CRMs in the past. So I used Dubsado for a while. It was a very, it's a very popular app. Um, HoneyBook is another very popular app similar to Dubsado. Um, I found that Dubsado became a lot more than I needed though. And I could really get by with a little bit less. So what I ended up doing is, you know, I host my website through Squarespace and I have a what's called a zap. If you've never heard of Zapier, it essentially takes two different websites that don't talk to each other and makes a zap between them, a connection, and they will talk to each other then. So what we have is a zap between Squarespace. When people put in their email address to sign up for the newsletter, it zaps over to Flowdesk, that newsletter subscription information, and they will automatically go into our newsletter pipeline. So you can merge multiple different apps. Um, 
but you can also use your mailing list newsletter um, app as a CRM as well. You just have to keep it organized. We have many different things here, right? We have a um, your email storage um, app. We have our financial app. We have our POS system and our payment processor. We have our CRM and you know, kind of tying into the CRM system and your newsletter system as well, you need a website, right? Who's hosting your website? Are you building your website? Who are you going to use? Like I said, we use Squarespace. It's been great. Super, super easy to manipulate, move things around. I feel like a whole website editor, like I could have a whole other business and career in designing websites, which I won't. Um, but it's, uh, it's very user-friendly and very easy. A lot of people use WordPress, I find that you need like a degree in coding in order to use WordPress. Um, so if we're going bare minimum capsule office here, I would not go with WordPress, but find something that works for you and that you're comfortable manipulating because your website needs constant updating. And um, it's important to make sure that your website stands out and gets in the correct people's Google searches. Um, and then the last and kind of final thing that I would say is absolutely important for your capsule office is a project manager. Okay. We've used many different project managers. I have a project manager, um, addiction. So there's apps like Monday, Trello, um, Asana is what we use here. And we can keep track of where everybody is at one point in time and where a project stands, where an onboarding of a client stands. Um, if somebody needs help with something, they can communicate with other team members within the project itself and collaborate. And I think that's very, very important. Um, I've also used spreadsheets in the past to keep track of everything and just update the uh, status with a drop-down menu. You can get as cheap or as free as a Google spreadsheet or go all the way up to Asana, Monday, Trello, um, and really, really invest in the project management. But the main essence of this capsule wardrobe is that you just have something that works for you that allows you to keep track of the projects in your business. Some people use whiteboards, whatever, whatever you got to do, right? We're just doing bare minimum tech stack. We're going to get this business off the ground and we're going to get it running and running smoothly. Again, recap, what do we want? Okay. We want an email system. We want document storage can be one and the same. We want an accounting software. Okay. Shameless plug. We want a, uh, CRM system, customer relationship management. We want a point of sale system or a payment processor that will allow us to collect on products and services. Okay. And we want a, uh, project manager. Okay. So that sounds like a lot. And it can be if we're not organized. If we're not organized, then nothing's going to work anyway. But a lot of these apps are supposed to help you get organized. You can always add things in as you're going through your business. Like I said, we've been open for four years. So real quick, we're going to go through all the things that I spend my money on every single month. Okay. This would make you, should make you feel a little bit better. Um, <laughs> and I have a spreadsheet of this. And so what I'm doing is I'm constantly going through and just analyzing what we spend our money on every month. Um, and if it's really working for our business, um, in the way that I want it to. Okay. 
So first thing I pay for, like I said, Google. Um, we use it for our email domain. We use it for Google Workspace. Um, and everybody is in there like swimwear, happy day, okay? We use Squarespace for our website. We also use Squarespace's scheduler, Acuity, for our um, scheduling link. You can also use Calendly. Um, I like Squarespace's Acuity a little bit more than Calendly. I used to use Calendly, and I just didn't find that it had enough features for me. But again, I'm a tech addict, so don't listen to me on that one. But those are the two main things that we're using for, like, back office um you know, hosting on the site and everything. Then we go into marketing. This is my big spender. Okay. We use Canva. We use Planoly to schedule our content. We use Riverside to produce this podcast. Um, we, I have a LinkedIn premium membership. You don't need that. Okay. You don't need that. <laughs> um, I also have a grasshopper for our a voice over IP phone service. You don't need that either. Okay. I just like to feel important and have a 757 number for the business when my personal number is 904. Uh, because also people in the, in the 757 area code, um, sometimes find it odd when a 904 number is calling and they don't know that it's their accountant. So we got a voice over IP number, um, and we use grasshopper to host that and to, you know, do our calls and everything. So that's another one. We use, um, gusto for payroll, which is another fee. We, um, I pay for tax practice pro shout out to them for my continuing education every month. Um, I pay for LastPass for password management and storage. I pay for that annually. Uh, Flowdesk is another monthly expense. So that's my email newsletter generator, my con client communicator for email and, um, my sort of CRM from Squarespace connecting over to Flowdesk. Um, I pay for Zapier yearly. I pay for Adobe monthly, uh, Slack, and we pay for Otter AI, which is a cool little like meeting recorder and, it makes transcriptions of your meetings and the content within them. Um, and I also pay annually for our client portal. So we have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of, of um, apps in our tech stack. And like I said before, you know, everything has its purpose, but sometimes it can get overwhelming. Like I look at this list and I'm like, holy goodness, like we pay for a lot of things, whether it's annually or whether it's monthly. Um, and it's, this is why I go through monthly and I have to justify these costs to myself. And if I can't justify it, I ask my team if they're using it and if no one's using it, then why am I paying for it? You know, or if we're not using it effectively or efficiently, why am I paying for it? You know what I mean? So it's important that even though we're talking capsule office, capsule running a business, whatever, um, that when you start adding these things, all of these things do cost money. And it's important to check in on how much money you are spending on that tech stack and whether it's working for you, working for your team, if you have one, and whether it's working efficiently together, all of these things have to run together in order to make a successful business. And if they're not, then you're just spending money on spending money. If you're already running a business and you have a tech stack, I would love for you to share it with me. I like to 
put little guides together. Uh, if you didn't know already, if you haven't perused the website, but I am planning to put out a guide for the business owner of different industries on what tech stacks people use, just so that everyone has opinions from other people um, and not just from an accountant's perspective and from a service provider's perspective. So I would love if you listen to this episode and you have an idea of a tech stack that you would like to share that you're using, um, please get in contact with me, message me on Instagram, send me an email. Um, If you enjoyed this episode and the content and you want more of these, like, how do I do things episodes? Again, let me know. Um, I would love your feedback on the direction the podcast is going in and what we have planned. Um, As always, if you liked it, take a screenshot, post it on your stories, tag me, let me know. Um, Stalk us on the internet. We're at Tatum Accounting on Instagram, tatumaccounting.com. You can always send me an email, sarah at tatumaccounting.com. I am here for you and I appreciate you listening to me talk about how I run my business today. So I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week. Same time, same place.